Johnny Cueto. The struggles continue, giving up a ton of runs in spring thus far in just two outings. Oh boy, the Marlins going to regret this move. Going to dig into that. Plus, what about the other starters we've seen? All looking nice. And what about this offense? The big boys, they look like, yes, they could go. Let's go. You are Locked On Marlins, your daily podcast on the Miami Marlins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings from England and welcome to Locked on Marlins. Happy Friday, guys. Uh, I am your host, Peter Pratt. Hit me up on Twitter at Miami Marlins underscore UK. If you are listening to the pod, hit subscribe. It is your team every day. And if you are wondering, yes, there is a YouTube channel. Head over there, hit subscribe. Also, you will get the visual version. It is just me, solo pod. Uh... Looking forward to this one, though, guys. They, I, I missed yesterday's pod, so I apologize for that. There was no Thursday episode. Uh, I had a tennis match that went on. It was a two-set tennis match that went on for two and a half hours. Brutal. Brutal tennis match. And I just came home and pretty much passed out. <laughs> it, was, it was a tough day at the office. I have been feeling sore all day today, but feeling back to it. Nevertheless, Marlins baseball is happening right now. I'm recording an episode when games are being played, this is a new phenomenon for me, but the time felt right. I wanted to hop on. Uh, kind of this is emergency pod territory for Johnny Cueto. There's no video. There's no main video feed. Anyway, or broadcast, let's say. There's the GoPro, but uh, what's what's occurring here with Johnny Cueto? And I think more more bigger picture. Uh, well, first the question is, is, is why is this happening? And I've got one potential option to put forward to you guys. It's one that I was thinking about in advance of the year, so we'll wait and see. Are there any regrets making this move for Pablito? Uh, we've got Arias in, but uh, the, the byproduct was Cueto in to replace Pablo. So how are we feeling about that? Equally, to me in the last couple of days, the big boys, the big boys are starting to go. We saw Jorge Soler, so we're going to talk about that at the back end of the episode as well. Talking about Soler, looking forward to his year. Equally, his contract situation, just to remind everyone where we're at on that one, because there is another player option, but will Soler be taking that player option? Wait and see. Um, before we get into that, reminder, this episode, it's brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Make every moment more. That is correct. I said it correctly. <laughs> Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. More about those guys later on, plus maybe even some built bars sprinkled in there. So stay tuned for those. U.S. ads with a British twist. But Johnny Cueto pitching right now, and uh, he <laughs> he didn't get an out in the first inning. That's how bad it was, but came in for the second inning. So I've just hit record as the second inning, his second inning anyway, has ended in, in, in a brief spell. So that's one of the wrinkles of spring where you can actually protect the arm, take them out of the game if the count gets a bit too high. He's expected to go three innings today, and he was you know 25 pitches in, give or take, no outs. Uh, given up four runs. It was like, hey, Johnny, come and have a sit down here, big lad. Uh, reliever comes in, tidies it up, okay. And then Cueto straight back out there. So overall and first impressions, Cueto clearly not good seeing it. He's given up the most runs of any pitcher thus far in spring. It's only spring, guys, so let's not, let's not hit the panic station too much. But for me, the one thing I was thinking about with Cueto coming into this year, and this is only spring, and this is only just working its way back in, 
But with with Cueto and all of his pre-pitch theatrics, let's call it, he, to me, was the one that was most likely to be impacted by the pitch clock and the feeling that you have to move at the clock's pace, not Johnny Cueto's pace. And I do wonder if that is one of the main reasons why. I'm pretty sure he'll be available after the game today, after he finishes the game anyway. So hopefully one of the Fish Stripes guys or uh, you know the usual beat guys can kind of get into Johnny and, and try to understand how he's feeling about the pitch clock specifically because what we've seen thus far hasn't been good. I do wonder how he feels about the pitch clock. I do wonder if he'd uh, want to give a full answer around that. I don't know. But it is interesting that Cueto, the man with the most movement, pre-pitch movement, wants to work in his own way, is struggling the most. Is there a connection? Don't know. Don't know. He may just stink. <laughs> he doesn't stink, but uh, he may just be working on things and working his way through it. You know, he's a vet guy. Uh, I'm sure he'll be, he'll know what he's doing, <laughs> let's say. So what about the other starters, though, guys? Because in the last couple of days, if, uh, from Wednesday's episode, <clears throat> I was previewing Sandy's debut. No no uh, abroad broadcast again for that one. But Sandy was very Sandy-like. A um, little bit of traffic now and again. I think he you know, had two hits against him, but two innings of clean work. Sandy Alcantara doing his thing. The routine, the machine, the results, we absolutely love it. Pump for Sandy Alcantara. We then get a look at, kind of, a look at Edward Cabrera, Eddie's debut. More conversation, I would say, about Eddie going into this start and into his spring. Uh, more talking about his weight rather than anything else. And, uh, you know, he was looking a bit doughy. He was reported to be a little bit overweight. Listen, on the mound, that didn't hold him back. So, okay, maybe there's a Nuri Perez type of physique and there's other types of physiques. And I don't think, you know, maybe one doesn't lead to the other in terms of results. So I'm going to hold my hands up and say I jumped to conclusions on Eddie Cabrera. I was piling in a 10 to 12 pounds too heavy. Um, I, I, for me, on the mound there, he certainly doesn't show it. And in terms of Edward Cabrera looking ahead, guys, for me, he he absolutely has the chance to fully ascend this year. He needs to ascend. There is no minor league options now with, with Edward Cabrera. So the time is now. It all comes down to the health. We know that. And... For me, it's, you know, with that being said, it's it's now trying to, for me, understand, like, what's Sandy Alcantara doing? What's, what's his routine that allows him to have the ultimate preparation for not only success, but the innings, the workhorse piece? What is Sandy doing? And how can the other guys tap into this? Because fundamentally, the rest of the rotation has all got those question marks. What's, I know everyone's body's different. And listen, pitching... It, it's an extreme, it's an extreme sport, particularly when you're Eddie Cabrera throwing 92 mile an hour changeups. It's insane. He's breaking stat cast, Eddie Cabrera. But this is the year for Eddie Cabrera. I'm just in a starting my face, uh, fantasy baseball drafts. First one, the TG FBI. And uh, just in that now, I've just taken Eddie Cabrera. I, I reached for him. I didn't care. I think he's way undervalued. Um, so I'm really excited for the year ahead for him. Great start for spring uh, and a great outing. Looking for more of that. Clearly, Eddie's not involved in uh, any WBC stuff. Sandy will be. Lazada will be. Uh, and uh, Cueto will be. <laughs> not sure how much he's going to be pitching uh, in the WBC. Wait and see. Uh, see if those boys actually want to win or not. Um, but, you know, with those guys heading off pretty shortly now, it's going to create 
you know, potentially some more opportunities for other guys. So, you know, it's a time for Eddie Cabrera, Trevor Rogers, um, you know, to do their thing. Braxton Garrett too. So it's been, it's up and down, let's say, but fundamentally for the, you know, for the starting pitching that we've seen thus far, take Cueto out of it. It's looked really impressive. And it's not just impressive for the guys that are expected to crack the roster. Um, it's been impressive for, you know, some of the guys that are, are ascending, you know, Rui Perez and Dax Fulton, for example. Uh, Braxton yesterday had, a, I think, a bit of a sticky start and then kind of eased into it, let's say. And it's all new for these guys, like having this pitch clock, having it live. I heard um, Alex, Alex Cart, uh, <laughs> Alex Carver, can't even, can't even say the guy's surname anymore. Alex Carver on Fish Stripes uh, Live last night saying about Braxton saying he was even thinking about having to change his, his type of cleats. The high tops were holding him back and he needed to be more agile, more quicker to the rubber, let's say. I don't know. I mean, this is all minor, minor details, right? But everyone's thinking about it. I think that's the main thing for the pitchers right now is there's a lot of new stuff going on. And with that being said, where the mind is having to think about what's happening, what's happening with the clock, what's happening here? Am I on time? Am I on time? Oh, is there enough time and throwing? It's just about getting into the groove. So that's going back to the point of Johnny Cueto. He's the guy to me that would say potentially most likely to be impacted by this change. What we've seen in spring thus far, he could be. Um, let's get into our first ad, though, guys. It's a Friday extravaganza, so it's a double ad episode. Um, what have we got queued up first? We've got our good friends over at Built Bar. So, I mean, everyone loves this one, right? And uh, <laughs> if you're thinking about a big weekend ahead, looking for the, those delicious treats, don't want all the fat and calories, then you've got to try those builds. Um, what makes them so good? Well, for starters, it is 100% real chocolate, guys. Absolutely. 100% real chocolate. And all the flavors. Come on. you got churro, peanut butter brownie. I love that one. Coconut almonds, everything. It's all there for you. I'm not sure how Bilt does it, but these bars, they taste like a candy bar whilst maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better, they are healthy. Only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. Don't wait around now to get your box. You can go to built.com, but if you've got to go and get them right now, you're listening and saying, hey, I need a built. Walmart, get over there. Pharmacy section is open. Four-bar box. Uh, there's, there's tons of options. You've got cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. And if you want the big boy, you want the big daddy, the big daddy 13-bar box, Sam's Club, they've got you covered. All the hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. Thank me later, but enjoy those builds this weekend. And uh, let's think about let's think about the offense because thinking about protein, thinking about strength. Let's talk about the big boys. Overall, overall thus far this spring, the offense has not been good. <laughs> the Marlins are sitting a one four and one. They've struggled offensively in the majority of games. We've got guys taking extra reps. Some of the starters. Fundamentally, it hasn't been a good start offensively. For anyone, Peyton Burdick has flashed a touch, but all of a sudden we've had some green shoots. Green shoots from Avisel Garcia uh, on Wednesday, Wednesday's game perhaps. Um, I'm losing track of dates now. Either way, he had a double and a homer. He's looking good. Skinny Avi, odd year skinny, looking good. Then you couple that with yesterday's performance. Jorge Soler absolutely destroys one, according to reports. Went miles, hit the facade on the Astros clubhouse or whatever it was. Jorge Soler doing Jorge Soler things. When we saw it last year with Soler, he hits balls that only Stanton would hit. He's in Stanton territory. It's what I love about him. 
Um, not quite as good as Standen, got to call out. Still miss Big G, of course. And with Jorge Soler and Avisel Garcia, we've spoken about it many times. Like these free agents, they have to deliver. They have to. It's 25% of the Marlins payroll. These boys have got to deliver. They've got to stay healthy and they have to deliver. What we've seen many, many times, year one free agents, maybe this is the same equator, I don't know, year one free agents that arrive in Miami, there's always this settling in period, just trying to work out what the hell's going on. Um, what's the ballpark? Why is there no fans? What's going on? And then generally, you know, performances start to improve. So we're expecting some big years from these guys. These guys want to deliver. Equally, Jorge Soler, reminder, it was a it was a well a one year deal, but with two player options at the back end. He's exercised option one, option two uh, will be on deck for him after this season. But the dollar value of that one, I think, in the modern day uh, era, let's say, is relatively low. And in, so, in many ways, I think this is a Jorge Soler contract year. To be honest with you, I think there's a decent shot. I mean, if he opts into his nine million last option. Um, I think there's a there's a good chance that something's gone very, very wrong this year. <laughs> um, so let's hope that isn't the case. Let's hope that Jorge Soler absolutely has to be opting out. To me, that's a sign that he's had at least an average year. And he'd be then looking to um, get a you know a, a, another deal at the back end of, of this season. Jorge Soler, has anyone gone have you ever looked at his history, statistical history? It is. So wild. I, I just typed, I, you know, because I haven't spent a ton of time looking. I mean, he's been with the club just over a year. But it is so wild, the fluctuation. I mean, the standout clearly um, was the, the 48 home run season in 2019. Absolutely wild. The WRC plus of a 136. Insane year in 2019. We then get the COVID year. Um, and so all stats out the window. WRC plus of 107. Um, but then in, in 2021, you know, he has a, a good year in, in, you know, combined. A lot of plate appearances, over 600 plate appearances. He had 679 plate appearances in 2019. Um, so in 2021, 27 homers from just over 600 plate appearances. And in reality, that's WRC plus of, a, of 100. In reality, his 2021 is probably what the Marlins is, is like par. What I would describe, I think if, if there's 27 home runs, WRC plus of 100, that's kind of at least par for the Marlins. So I think if we get that, be okay. We're clearly hoping for more. The problem is, is when you go back and look at Jorge Soler's career, um, there's never been anywhere near, near that. Really, he he struggled. He's had, a, you know, he's missed a lot of time. Really, the only years he's had full years is 20, 2019 and 2021. Uh, there was vast differences in the output there in those years. But I think the key to Soler is if he can stay healthy, really, really healthy, then I think that gap, that variance of 27 home runs to 48 home runs, WRC plus of 100 to 136, you know, somewhere in between there, 35 home runs and 115, 120 WRC plus, it's exactly what the Marlins are looking for. The question then comes, in my opinion, if if Jorge Soler starts hot, if he does, and we know we've got this player option at the back end that he's probably going to opt out of and it's back to free agency and da-da-da, I do wonder what the history looks like for Jorge Soler and the Marlins. Cuban guy um, down, down in Miami, you know, da-da-da. We love that story. We love all that. 
But I do wonder if the Marlins maybe look to entertain in some sort of extension, start to kind of get away from this option and commit even more into Jorge Soler. I mean, it feels like there's a lot of water under the bridge to go before we get to that point. But, you know, the, the Marlins don't, they don't have a ton of, of guys that offer this type of power potential. And it is the same kind of power potential as like a Giancarlo Stanton, but a fraction of the price in many ways. I say fraction, I mean, it's probably overstating it. What I'm saying is, is you get a, a, a definite discount from, from a, a Stanton. And look at what all these kind of power guys are going for in, in free agency right now. So I do wonder if, if he starts hot and he likes it in Miami and the Marlins are doing well, do they potentially look to enter in some sort of extension with Jorge Soler? I'm intrigued about that one. I certainly can see that happening. I just don't see, I don't see them right now, you know, that they've got a ton of options there. So you're going to end up back into free agency next year. We know they're going to be outbid pretty much with all the studs. So let's not bother with that one. Then you're into trading, trying to trade for, you know, ultra high power dudes. You know, in many ways, could you just stick with what you know, a proven guy? I mean, he's got 48 home runs in, in the locker if he's healthy. So for me, really, really enticing situation. Equally enticing is our good friends over at FanDuel. Uh, if you are, well, if you're an NBA fan, it's the halfway of the season now, and it's the perfect time to download FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. New customers get a no sweat. First bet up to $1,000 bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the app, the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. You can bet on everything. From the money line, point scorers, and threes drained. Yes, sir. I think I saw Eli down at the, the NBA as well. Must have been the Knicks, I assume. Um, so we do have a lot of basketball fans in here, a lot of NBA fans. Don't know how the Heat are doing. Seems like middling is how I describe it. Anyway, I'm going off on a segue. Uh, FanDuel lets you combine uh, your bets for a chance at a bigger payout. With the same game parlay, I love that. Bigger payouts and same game parlays. I'm all over those. You don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet. $1,000 in bonus bets. You go to fanduel.com slash locked on. Reminder, that is fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanduel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Let me know what you're thinking, guys, and do drop it in the comments what you're thinking about Jorge Soler. I am intrigued to see how it goes, and should the Marlins consider an extension with him? Uh, I've just added up. I just looked onto the scores, just refreshed it. Uh, it's now 7-0 Cardinals. 7 Nil. Six earned runs for Cueto. Boy, oh boy, I started this pod and it was four earned runs. Now it's six. What a stinger. What's the, Hold on. What is the, what's the ERA? The ERA in spring. Oh, it's saying it's 27 ERA. That doesn't feel right. Um, anyway, Villalobos is in. He's given up an earned run. Um, I'll have to dig into this, but two hits for the Marlins. Uh, one for Jazz, one for Arias. So the main studs are doing the thing at the top of the lineup. Let me know. I think I just wanted to ask now. Abisail Garcia started to pop. Jorge Soler, a home run, vintage home run. Overall, though, the offense is certainly not clicking just yet. Not again. It's only it's only spring. It's only early, right? But are there any concerns at this point? Because if if we're in this situation where the Marlins have made all these moves and then the offense doesn't step forward, the defense steps backwards. The pitching hopefully stays at the level. That's the point. It's like the pitching's got to stay there. Hopefully the bullpen's improved. But I think you kind of net this all out. 
And if the offense isn't any better, which we assume it will be. So there's no panic stations just yet for me. But, you know, everyone's sitting there a little bit concerned right now. <laughs> everyone's sweat, slightly sweating on a Friday, um, you know, after we've had a, a week's worth of Marlins spring training. We've got extra reps for the guys. No one's really hitting. Um, they got, they're the worst offensive team in spring. Pitching's been good in the main, apart from Johnny Cueto. It's like all of us, and the defense has not been good. So basically, all of the worst fears that we had are basically coming true here. Offense hasn't moved on. Defense is crap. Pitching's okay, but Cueto's not amazing. And the bullpen, you know, a couple of guys are hurt. AJ Puck's hurt. So, boy, oh boy, overall, I have to say, it has not been an amazing week of spring training for the Marlins. But, you know, we'll go into next week and we'll see how things go. The WBC guys head off, um, which I don't think helps. I think, I must say this year, like, I'm... I'm kind of surprised that Gene Segura, for example, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm quite surprised Gene Segura is actually um, playing in the WBC. To me, um, it felt like he probably should have been staying. He's learning a new position effectively with the Marlins. So I'm surprised that he has. And in some ways, I'm surprised that Luis Arias has too. Like, you know, new club. Y you would you would hope that the guys would say, listen, I'm, I'm into a new organization. Obviously, Gene Segura, a different situation. He's a free agent. Arias had no choice in this situation. Um, but I am surprised that they maybe haven't withdrawn. Did see, you know, big news out of uh, L.A., Miguel Rojas. Uh, not only the big news, well, the, the, the knock-on effect here is Gavin Lux has torn his ACL, goes down. Miggy Rowe, I, th I already thought he was starting at shortstop. I didn't realize Gavin Lux is going to be supposedly the starting shortstop. But seemingly, that was the plan. Till. Uh, tears his ACL. He's out for the year. Miggy Rowe now will be starting unless they obviously make some moves um, at shortstop. Miggy Rowe, what does he say? We've made a you know a, a joint decision to pull out of the WBC um, with uh, with uh, Venezuela and you know concentrate on you know getting myself ingrained into Dodgers baseball. You know and and the fielding and everything that goes on in that. And so you know great to hear that he's prioritized that. You know Miggy, the true pro, I guess. Um, you know, prioritizing the team. So makes sense. Does make me question Gene Segura, Luis Arias. Um, you know, should they be thinking along the same path? New club. It's so essential. These guys hit the ground running. We've already seen some troubles in spring thus far. We have. We have. And so for Segura to kind of go, hey, I'll, you know, I'll see you in a couple of weeks, guys. I don't know what my third base play will be like, but we'll see, you know, see you in a few weeks. And the same for Arias. I mean, Arias is hit here. He looks like he's ready for opening day offensively. Haven't seen him tested too much defensively apart from that first ball blasted at him. I gave him a pass on that one. But anyway, long-winded way of saying that I am surprised. I am surprised that the boys have still decided to head off. I know why they haven't because the WBC looks amazing and looks a lot of fun and the competitive juices will be going. But at the same time, you know, I'd, I'd like to have seen them prioritizing the Marlins and starting to familiarize themselves in the positions that they're going to be playing in with the teammates that are new to them. With that being said, thanks for making Locked On Marlins your first listen of the day. Hopefully this game turns around 7-0 right now, Cardinals. So not looking good. We've seen the Cardinals twice. And if we're completely honest, they have spanked the Marlins twice. They have looked sharp. The Cardinals are looking real, real good. They are setting the standard here in spring. All we need is Lewis Brinson to be back. Anyway, if you're looking for your second listen, you can check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You can win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. Uh, find Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
And thanks for joining me again, guys. Happy Friday to you. There may well be a weekend episode. I have a feeling there will be. Equally as well, looking ahead to next week, looking to get some more guests in the mix and starting to look ahead at some of the other teams in the division. So I'm going to start bringing in some guests to bring us up to speed with everything that's happening with the NL East guys, the New York Mets, the Philadelphia Phillies, the Washington Nationals, and maybe someone from the Atlanta Braves. I don't know. We'll see if anyone's allowed in. With that being said, enjoy your weekends. I'll see you soon.